Trigger warning. The podcast you're about to listen to may contain sexual and violent acts committed against men, women, and children. If such acts offend you in any way, please do not listen any further. This podcast was made for an audience of 18 years and older and contains mature and explicit content. Also, this podcast may also contain a high level of profanity and explicit language. If such things offend you in any way, shape, or form, please do not listen to the podcast any further. This is your last trigger warning. If anything that I mentioned above offends you, please do not listen. Thank you. Warning. The cases that I talk about here are under the assumption that the individuals that are accused allegedly committed these crimes unless they have been convicted in court for the tri- for the crimes that they have been charged with. This is by no means me making any kind of accusations whatsoever. I am simply commenting on news articles and stories that have been shared with me through individuals who may or may not have experienced these said stories. This is not fact. This is purely my opinion. Unless they have been through court and they have been convicted. Please understand that moving forward. Thank you. Hey everybody. This is episode 12. Man Apart Podcast. Title for the episode is going to be A Monster in a Shack Part 2. DCFS Failing. So I left out a story that I was going to do that I did not realize that was connected to Michael Haddon. In particular, of the, to the little boy, to the 14-year-old autistic boy that was repeatedly raped by Michael. And it was about his grandmother, Sylvia Smith. And with Sylvia, for the last seven years... And I need you to put this into your mind for seven years now. All right. Seven. From 2015 to now. Has petitioned DCFS to to be able to have custody of her grandchild. I don't know the whole family dynamics of what happened. All I All I heard was that the father gave up the rights to the boy. And I'm assuming it's the father's mother, Miss Sylvia, the grandmother, said, no, I'll, I'll raise the boy. This boy, at seven years old to 14, was repeatedly raped by Michael Haddon for seven years, multiple times a week. He would wake up screaming in the middle of the night for no other reason except for the fact that it's, of course, a, a trauma you know, it's a trauma mechanism. It's a it's a trigger defense mechanism. Uh, people that go through these type of horrible experiences, it's not unusual to have uh, nightmares. Just like how I did with my interview with Miss Amanda Henry, she still to this day, from her childhood trauma into her thirties, still suffers from you know nightmares. Has to take medication for it. This boy is enduring all this abuse. On top of 
being autistic and other uh I think they said they had other mental uh, issues as well and he had to go through all this for seven years before anybody even noticed they lived in squalor now I've seen the pictures of the house and it looks like it is a rundown looking ass shack of a home for one thing and then it's held together by a hand you know a handmade uh uh addition that's like a connection to this rickety ass looking trailer and what's even i mean it was even more stupid is that michael i guess painted like the front or the side of the trailer like blue and white and the rest of it just all looks like shit i, I mean i i don't know who the hell what kind of handyman he was or anything like that but like it, it just it looked like shit it looked like trash it looked like white trash is what it looked like um they had roaches, rats, I mean, just horrible living conditions. On top of that, the three, and it was three boys. I, I found out there was three teenage boys living there. They all slept in the same bed. On top of all that, they were forced to have orgies with each other and with Michael Haddon. Can you imagine... Being a boy, being a 15-year-old boy, to the men that are listening, you imagine growing up like that and you're scared of of all, of saying anything for one thing because of how people might judge you, especially down here in Louisiana. Um, it's not to the level of understanding that other places might have, but still, you're a 14-year-old boy, 15-year-old boy, you're being raped by a grown man. You're scared of that man. You've been raped half your life by this guy. And your grandmother is trying to fight for you. And they're telling... And this is where you're going to... This is where I am fucking mad. And maybe I should just start out by saying... You know, there's going to be a lot of cursing. There's going to be a lot of anger. There's going to be a lot of emotion behind this. Because... I'm, I'm clutching my fist right now. Because of how angry I am at DCFS. They had the fucking nerve and the gall and the audacity to tell this grandmother who spent thirty thousand dollars in in legal fees to fight to get her to get her grandson. You're too old, ma'am. You can't raise this boy. You're not fit to raise this boy. We instead found somebody who is who we saw fit to to take care of him. And that was Michael Haddon, a man who's living in fucking squalor. Who rapes kids. Good fucking choice DCFS. Good fucking choice huh. Notice the sarcasm in my tone. I mean one story after the other is going out on this. This thing. This 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 department is burning down. You know it, it, it's, it's going down. Marquita Walters. You are so fucking out of touch with reality. Ma'am. That's the secretary who's in charge of the Baton Rouge uh, branch or agency, whatever you want to call it. She's, she's, she's labeled as the secretary of the agency. I mean, just listening to her, just I, 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 you're out of touch, lady. You don't know what the fuck is going on with your department because you can't run shit. I couldn't expect you to operate a fucking doorknob, much less operate an agency that protects children because you failed miserably. You had a grandmother, 
all right? A grandmother who loved her grandchild. And your people told her flat out that she was too old and not fit to raise this boy. But yeah, you're going to give him to Michael Haddon who raped him for seven fucking years. Where the hell were you at? Where was your agency at? Checking on this boy. Where? I'm sorry, I don't mean to be yelling too loud. If it came out too loud in the audio, I'm sorry. Where were y'all at? How come there was nobody doing a, a home visit check to see that the home was fit? You mean to tell me that they just walked in there blindly? They couldn't see the rats and the roaches and, and, and the squalor that these boys lived in? That alone is a red flag. How often did they check? You know what they said? Oh, we're, we're currently investigating the matter. That's fucking corporate speak for saying, we don't want to tell you how bad we fucked up, public. Sorry. Y'all's mistakes, your mistakes, Miss Walters, is costing kids their lives. It's costing, it's giving them years worth of trauma that they're going to have to deal with. You tore them away from somebody who actually wants to raise the child. Obviously, she has money and means to take care of, of this boy because she spent $30,000 of her own fucking money. Now, this isn't some average 80-year-old grandmother either. This is a lady who who just is feisty, who did not give a shit and was going to continue to fight. I mean, she was not going to... This is the only person that, was, that, gave a, that, that just gave a damn about this boy. How fucking dare y'all? DCFS in Baton Rouge. How dare y'all tell her that? That she was unfit and too old to, to raise that boy. And y'all hand that boy off to a, to a fucking rapist. Granted, nobody knew that he was a rapist. It was his first time. Got you. But maybe if y'all had done y'all's fucking jobs. Maybe if y'all would have done more visits. And actually see the conditions these people, these, these, these kids lived in. Maybe, just maybe, y'all might have seen something out of the ordinary. Are y'all just that desperate for foster parents? Are y'all just that, that, you know, is it that hopeless to get these kids cared for? Because let's face it, there's horror stories in the foster care system. Just complete, utter horror. Demonic, monstrous stories. And this is one of them. What, but what I hear from most of those stories is that nobody wanted those kids. There was somebody that wanted this child. I'm going to tell y'all, if y'all not mad yet, if y'all not pissed off, I question your humanity. I question your ability to have empathy or compassion or love. I, I, I don't understand the general public. I really don't get y'all. How are y'all not just enraged right now? What's more, even more frustrating is that I live in this parish, Livingston Parish. I've seen these parents get fired up over a fucking library book issue, but not fired up about pedophiles. Why? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Huh? What's wrong with y'all? How are you not mad? How are you not... How are you not just... just Fucking incensed right now? 
So I know I have listeners that are around the country and around the world that just, you know, that are listening to this podcast. And I'm going to tell y'all, I, I just don't get it, y'all. I just don't get my people here. I know for the ones that have been loyal and that have been listening, I know y'all are just as mad as I am. I'm talking about the people who aren't mad are the people outside of this podcast, more than likely, the people who don't wake up to this. I mean, this was a, this was, this was a statewide story. I'm surprised it didn't reach national levels. And I just don't understand there's no public outcry. No people are worried about. They're more worried about what movie they're going to go fucking see. They're more worried about who LSU is playing this weekend. More worried about Brett Favre. You know, they're more worried about petty fucking bullshit. Petty squabbles. I don't get you. As a man, as a human being, I, I just don't understand it. I don't know. I'm frustrated. I'm pissed off. I'm mad. This is my raw emotions right now. And I'm not editing this shit out. I, I, I am in full agreement with Miss Sylvia when I say they need to tear down DCFS. Tear that shit down and rebuild it from scratch. Because Marquita Walters, you have failed. Miserably. Horribly. Just, just... You're a failure, lady. You're an utter fucking failure. I hope that these that the images that, that the faces of these kids that you failed haunts your dreams for the rest of your life. Oh, I hope. I hope you have sleepless fucking nights from here on out. Because it don't look like you're gonna make any changes. It doesn't look like you're gonna make any effective changes. Now to be fair. I understand. You can only do what the state gives you. So my state lawmakers, they're going to be listening to this. Hopefully they will. Or anybody that knows our state lawmakers. Get some more fucking money to pay these social workers a livable wage that they can take care of their families so they can worry about others. They do not get paid enough, y'all. This And when you don't pay somebody enough, this is what you get incompetence you cannot take the same corporate pay structure that they've been doing for years and for decades on 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 how they pay people so fucking little and overwork the hell out of them and think that that's going to be a good idea to to transfer that to a government agency that that was made to protect kids it's not going to work it's going to fail and now lives have been lost lives have been traumatized because of it just fucking failures Burn down DCFS is my opinion. Just burn it the fuck down. I am so sick and tired of these stories, Marquita Walters. I'm done with seeing how you have failed these kids. And it's your leadership. The people you put in place. The people that you continue to have in place. You better start speaking out, lady. You better start answering these questions. Figuring out why the hell your people don't care because I'm assuming this ain't this ain't the same caseworkers like Mitchell Robinson. Right? It can't be the same caseworker. Different areas of Baton Rouge, different areas of the Baton Rouge area. This was in Zachary. So not only do you have one caseworker, but another one? 
Didn't give a shit about the kids. How many how many of these caseworkers just don't give a shit about these kids, man? I, you know, you got 29 open spots. Why? I'm going to tell you a good saying that I learned. People don't quit jobs. They quit bosses. Maybe it's time for new leadership. Maybe it's time to replace Marquita Walters. Not to be political. Maybe it's just time. Maybe it's time for you to take an early retirement and fuck off, lady. Because you have hurt children to the point to where it is going to take them decades of love and care and support to get them through their abuse. They might not get through their abuse. They might not get through this trauma in their lives. This might be what defines them. Some people, some people don't break out of their trauma. Their wills and their, their wills and their, their reason to live is shattered. You have an autistic boy who, and two other young boys, who have been raped for years. You understand what that's going to be like for them as men? I don't think you fucking do, lady. They're going to have to live with that. Or you go and enjoy a nice fucking retirement, probably. You didn't do a good job, Marquita Walters. You did a horrible fucking job. I hate you with every fiber of my being for how badly you have led this department. Because it is just, it is horrible. Shame on you, ma'am. That grandmother, Miss Sylvia, wanted to raise her fucking grandson in safety. And what did you do? You had a department tell her for seven years that no, you're too old, you're unfit. And you give that boy to a rapist. <sighs> Obviously, your judge of character is shit. Your follow-up game is shit. You and your department have failed. So, I'm going to give you all the telephone number to DCFS Baton Rouge. I am going to tell you all flat out, my listeners and anybody that, that, that gives this number out, do not make death threats to these people. I'm adamant about that. I am strong about that. I will disown you. You are acting out, outside of this podcast if you call. Because Jeremy did not tell you to make any death threats. Alright? J-Dog did not say go make a death threat. But if y'all want to call and let Marquita Walters know how, bad, how badly she failed. That 14 year old boy, the other two teenage boys, and... Mitchell Robinson the third, the number is two two five. Two, I'm, I'm sorry. Scratch that. Two two five. Nine two five. Sixty five hundred. Again, the number to DCFS Baton Rouge is two two five. Nine two five. Six five zero zero. Two two five. Nine two five. 6500. They're open from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Monday through Fridays. Marquita Walters. That is the secretary head 
of the organization over there in Baton Rouge. Please give her a call and let her know your dissatisfaction with how she handled the Michael Haddon case on them boys. Please let her know how you feel, if you feel angry at all, if you want to. You don't have to call. I'm not, I'm not telling anybody to call, but if you want the information, there it is. There's the number. If you want to call, call. I'm not encouraging anybody to call. I'm not, but I'm definitely, and I'm definitely not encouraging anybody to make any death threats. Do not make a death threat whatsoever. No threats of violence. You know, be polite as best as you can. I, I would even say no profanity, but that's your choice, not mine. Uh, I know what I want to say, and I know what I'm going to say. So there's that. Uh, maybe there, maybe there is, maybe there should be. New leadership DCFS, because uh, if I hear another story, I let's just protest the streets in Baton Rouge, y'all. Let's just let's go stand in front of that building until they do till they till they have her step down. Let's stop all the traffic. Let's stop all the commerce. Get these kids actually protected. You know, for those who aren't so self-absorbed in their lives and want to fight for something they believe in. That's what I say. Maybe we can all stand together and unite under one front. One thing I love about what I do is, is that I get to meet a wide range of people and they all agree on the same thing. Whether you're black, white, rich, poor, Republican, Democrat, Christian, heathen, pagan, Satanist, atheist, it don't matter. We all agree on this one thing. Protect the children. Protect these children at all costs. Protect all children even if they're not your own. They believe in that. All of y'all believe in that. I know y'all do. But that was the info I wanted to give y'all. That was what made me so mad. I'm sorry that it might have been a just this profanity-fueled, enraged uh, tirade that I, I had. But man, they have got to stop fucking up. And I'm... And, if I offended anybody who, who hates profanity, I'm sorry. To an extent, I'm sorry that I offended your sensibilities because children are being fucking raped over here and molested and murdered and dying because of agencies failing to protect them. I'm sorry that my, my fuck words and my shits and hells and damns and what the fuck moments Offends you so badly. Why don't you take that same offense and call Marquita Walters? Because that's who caused it. Why don't you take that same offense and just call 225-925-6500? Why don't you tell them, instead of telling me on Facebook or anywhere else on the phone, how you're so offended by my language? Maybe I'll stop cussing when we stop hurting kids. How about that? Maybe when I start seeing an actual movement of people stand up and want to protect these kids and fight with me. Maybe then I might stop cussing them. But I don't see it in my Louisiana people. I don't see it at all. Maybe it's just growing. Maybe I hope, maybe I sparked a flame in your hearts today. I hope I did. I love y'all. Y'all be safe. Stay tuned for the announcements afterwards. 
I like to uh, put the announcements at the end of my show. Uh, I don't like it when I hear when I to hear a podcast and they, they, they spend 5, 10, 15 minutes on announcements. That is a big pet peeve of mine. So that's why I wait to do my announcements at the end. Thank y'all so much. Be blessed. Be safe. Just know I love y'all. Bye. Hey, y'all. So now we're at the announcement section of the show. For those of y'all that, that don't want to listen, that's fine. For those that are listening, much love to you, and I appreciate y'all. Still working on the uh, Apple podcast situation, and I'm not very confident about the Google podcast situation as far as my distribution for the show. I want to try to figure out what's going on with the with the Google situation as well. Um, I should be having an email set up pretty soon. I've been sorry I have been lazy on that one. So I'm, I'm working on that. By the night, by tomorrow, I should have it set up and then start getting uploads to uh, Apple Podcasts and figure out how to get it uploaded regularly. I have a program that I'm I'm, I'm that I have on, on a website that will distribute my my stuff as long as I'm everything I got set up. So I'm working on that. Uh, I'm trying to get on other platforms as well. Not much else going on with the show except for the fact that, uh, look, I don't have a recording schedule. I do have an interview lined up this weekend with a lady from Mighty Moms. And it's an organization that I feel I would love to highlight and talk about. So... It's going to kind of break away from my normal profanity-laden tirades and, and rants that I have on, on these cases and situations and actually show a positive side of what it's like to fight for children. Uh, they deal with uh, child hunger here in Livingston Parish and uh, very sweet ladies. So I'm interviewing one of the founders. And we're, you're going to find out how they got started and why they did it and what it takes to do it maybe so that you can learn how to do it in your area and where you're from. Because I don't have listeners just specifically locally around here. I have them all around the country. So thank y'all for uh, listening. I know I know I got a lot of new listeners from Amanda Henry's uh, interview. Mm-hmm. And for that, I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all reaching out to me. I appreciate y'all talking to me. And the phone conversations I've had with, with some of y'all already. Um, we're going to have more interviews lined up concerning Mateo. Uh, we're just going to get all the scheduling worked out. Uh, I, I want to be gentle with these victims as well, these pe- these 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 strong people that have that want to that want to share their story because I know it is this is one of the most traumatic things they got to talk about. So I, unfortunately, I'm a very blunt person and I'm learning to be more tactile and soft and subtle with people. So please bear with me. Have patience. I have other victims I want to talk. I want to bring on as well. Um, there's some that are very devoted listeners. They've listened to every episode and. I love them to death, and y'all know who you are, and thank you for the support. Thank you for all the new people supporting the, the, the podcast. Obviously, you guys are listening to it on Spotify, so if y'all don't mind, um, it would help out. Just give it a good rating. The more the show gets rated by different people, that helps out the algorithm as well. Listen to it. You know, you can just let it, press play and just let it play in the background and come back to it later if you want. More playtime also gets it out there in the algorithm for them, so... I would suggest y'all do that. Obviously, another best way to do it is to share my post on my Facebook group, which is called A Man Apart Podcast. Share it, like them, interact with me. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not some, I'm not some big time podcaster here. I can, we can still talk. We, we can interact with one another 
And while I do work a full-time job and I run a business with my wife and I do and I do these recordings inside of my car looking like a crazy person, um, screaming into my phone, I will make time. It might be a day or two. It might be a couple days. It might be a week. I will make time for you because I care about y'all. I have a life. I have a wife. You know, I have dogs. I have family. But I want to make time for you guys as well. And y'all are important to me. Y'all the reason why I, I am so motivated to tell these stories and to bring awareness and to fight these monsters like I, like I am. Because I, I don't know where else to go. I don't know how else to fight them. So I'm going to do the one thing I know how to do, which is run my mouth and, 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 and rabble rouse and stir up and, and just take it to the streets with them. I do have a class, a seminar I'm going to take next week. It's for a, I don't know how they got my number, but they, they randomly sent me a number. Now, or they sent me a, a, a text message from this random number. And it's called uh, Save, uh, Save the Children Action Network. Uh, the acronyms are SCAN. And apparently it's a nationwide network all over the U.S. Uh, I'm going to take a seminar for advocacy training with, uh, with the Baton Rouge area uh, group. And I'm going to see how that goes. Apparently, they it, it's a class to teach about how to speak to our law, lawmakers and legislatures to advocate for children. So I definitely want to learn something like that so I can get these lawmakers motivated to pass harsher laws for pedophiles, especially the repeat offenders. And to also try to introduce, I want to get bills introduced into, into legislature to hold the judges and the ADAs and the DAs accountable. When they give these light sentences and sweetheart deals to, re to especially repeating offenders and have them charged on uh, on malfeasance of office or dereliction of duty. Because if you're going to give, you know, reentry program condition on a on a on a sentencing, not even give the max sentencing to a repeat offender in Louisiana. I mean, let's say you give somebody five years in Louisiana. The way the system works for every one day, you know, it's it's one to one good time, right? It means one hundred percent good time. It means for every one day that, you know, P the pedophile is a good little prisoner, that's one day off his sentence. One day served, one day off. That's how it goes. So if he serves two and a half years, he's already got two and a half years shaved off for good time. So that five year sentence can go into two and a half years. Now you see where I'm mad and fucked and pissed off at? How fucked is that, right? What kind of justice these kids get that's the type of shit Mateo did that's how he got out so easily that's why if they don't give 40 years or more it's a fucking joke in my opinion really life should be the, the, the sentence for repeat offenders first time offenders it depends on the circumstance as well because I, there are situations and I will cover those situations because I have people that I want to talk to that want to share their story uh, people who get falsely accused of rape and pedophilia that's wrong that's horrible and it's deplorable of any, anybody that does that flat out uh if it's like one victim and it's a it's really weird circumstances you know yeah let's hear their case but like michael Haddon, this was his first time he had three victims there's no fucking way he was innocent of this there's no way so for that you know throw the hammer on them but anyway y'all it's hot in this car 
And uh, I love y'all to death. Thank you for listening to the announcements. I'll keep you updated. Oh, my wallet on uh, on Anchor up to 73 cents now. So big improvement. Thank y'all. <laughs> Baby steps is what I say. I'm not looking for fame or money. But whatever money I do make is going to be used to help out the podcast for sure. So I love you guys to death. Thank you so much. Thank you for help growing this this podcast. Thank you for all the faithful listening. Stay tuned for more. Love y'all. Protect your kids. And bye.